Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo with your friends to take on insane enemies, score loads of loot, and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. Mayhem is coming September 13th on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Pre-order now at Borderlands.com. Rated M for Mature. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We know a little bit more about the Mandalorian. We see a little bit more about the Mandalorian. And Kylo Ren goes cave diving. Collider Jedi Council starts right now. Oh, 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Alice in Wonderland Talk. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council on the Mad Hatter, a.k.a. Darth Harloff or Harloff Minor, whatever the hell you want to call me today. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to the Star Wars show that we do here on Collider. And, man, what a show we have. Not only do we have Ken Knapsack, the Kyloist of Kenist. Hello. How are you doing? Nice to see you. All right. Welcome back once again. It's three weeks in a row now, ladies and gentlemen. Lord Fernandez. Rise. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? What up? What up? So, look, it's like Christmas morning here at the studios today. And um, even though I'm kind of jumping the gun because the official thing doesn't start for a few weeks, um, we've been very, very, very lucky to partner up with a company called BioWorld, right? That they make all this great merchandise. We were raiding boxes today, putting things on. I got the jacket. It doesn't quite fit me, but it fits me like a glove in some other ways, you know? <laughs> We got Ken rocking the uh, the button-up shirt, Empire. Fitted hat. Fitted hat. I've been looking for a good fitted hat for a while here. I got myself my fitted hat, and this is a gem. Yeah, so, so BioWorld, um, HeroesVillains.com. Uh, we're going to start a whole campaign uh, coming up here very soon. We're going to give away all this stuff, you know, like all the same boxes that we got that we're raiding. We're going to raid for you guys. We're going to have a bunch of call to action stuff on Jedi Council, on Rule of Two, especially Collider Live. So tune in Collider Live every morning at 10 uh, a.m. PST, uh, 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 Rule of Two on Mondays at 5 p.m., and uh, I don't even know when the hell Jedi Council goes up. What is it? Like five now? Five. Five, five on, yeah. on yeah. Thursdays, yes. right? Yeah. But tune in because we're going to give away a lot of this stuff. And we, we do actually have a very special guest, our very own male model. model. Yeah. Just yeah. Not even, don't even say who it is. <laughs> Come on, get on over here. Look at this. I'll move out of the way. Slide it in. Look at this. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Profile. 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 Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. Very nice. Okay, Josh, did you wear this stuff out? Dude, this thing is awesome. First of all, it's like super comfortable. Second of all, I kind of feel like a mix between a guy that's like a you know a guy in Star Wars and Sergeant Slaughter and Rambo. Yeah, I feel like Rambo. Like I'm walking on just like a little grizzled vet. And then this thing is super comfortable. I feel like I could wear it, not only wear this out, but I could wear this like snowboarding, wear it skiing. I could, like it has multi purposes. And I'm not the biggest Star Wars nerd in the world, but I'm like I can yeah, take it. Yeah, welcome to your first appearance, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I like uh, the prequels. <laughs> right. All right, All right. So anyway, um, stay tuned because I'm very, very excited about this partnership with BioWorld Heroes and Villains. Uh, no, I'm sorry, HeroesVillains.com, and we're going to be giving away this stuff coming up very yeah. shortly. So anyway, I just wanted to plug that. It's pretty awesome because when, you, when we went out there, we see all the stuff. You weren't lying when it came to like scavengers. We're all like looking at it because sometimes when there's certain giveaways, you're like oh that's cool, that's cool, but there's like everything was cool. It was like every single thing. I'm like, oh, can I have that? You can have two. I'm like, can I have 20? No, two. So this hat was definitely one of those things. I look forward to getting more of this stuff and partner with them more because they got cool stuff. But you guys should get it too. Check it out. Heroesvillains.com. Uh, all right, let's move into this stuff because we've got some uh, good Star Wars things to talk about here today. Ken, pictures yeah. are out there. Things are going down. What, what the hell's happening in the Star Wars movie news? A, a lot. Just, we're, we don't really have movie news. We're going to TV news. We're going we should create a, a new title for that down the line. It's a mm. canon stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, but TV news is something. Can I keep the jacket? That's yours, dude. Oh, okay, cool. Can I put my pants back on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Right, so um, that's yours. That's yours. Yeah. We've got a lot of Mandalorian news. Okay. Thank you, sir. Um, uh, Entertainment Weekly. James Hibbert's got some articles out, uh, kind of giving us some, uh, I don't want to say previews yet. It's little tasty morsels. And the headline that's going around, I know you guys talked about it on Collider Live uh, way back there in the morning, is this headline. It's from Entertainment Weekly that says, 
the Mandalorian is going to fill in some of the or explore. The title is The Mandalorian to explore the origins of the First Order. Uh, subheadline: The Mandalorian is going to fill in some of the backstory, the big mystery in current Star Wars trilogy. It's the first sentence of the article. So. Uh, I, I know you guys discussed it, but did you did you actually get a chance? Because you a lot of times things are thrown at you live on air to actually read and dig in. No, tell me a little bit more. What do, so I, what do you think? Somewhat of a misleading title. I'm not saying it's clickbait or anything. That how so, how, how misleading? Uh, if you, they don't, I get the sense that at least in the first season, this is going to be more about the political atmosphere mm-hmm. post the fall of the empire that would lead to the rise of something like the first order. We know a lot of the canon stuff. Uh, about them being out in the unknown regions, Ray Sloan, Brendel Hux, that whole team. Eventually, Snoke either helps them find them. T- we don't know those answers. That we know. Uh, I don't think we're going to get that. I, I think people would, should hold off on expecting that, at least for now. Yeah. Season two, three, four, five. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Cut to the, the unknown regions. But uh, uh, Filoni says this. This doesn't turn into a good guy universe because he blew up two Death Stars. You get the rebels. Uh, you get that the rebels won and they're trying to establish a republic. But there's no way that could have set in for everybody all at once. You have in a Western where you're out on the frontier and there might be Washington and they might have some marshals. But sometimes good luck finding one. John Favreau adds also. What could happen in the 30 years between celebrating the defeat of the Empire and then the First Order? You come on in Episode 7, the First Order are there. They're not just starting out. They're pretty far along, so somehow things weren't necessarily managed as well as they could have been if the galaxy ended up in hot water again like that. Filoni goes on to have a little thing, clip, uh, quips about, yeah, yeah, they're well-stocked, ready to go. So that's the actual... All right, let me ask you a question here first. Thing. The Aftermath series with Chuck Wendig sets up yeah. a lot of this stuff, right? especially the last book. How far along, you know, you're so much better with timelines than I am. When it, Battle of Jakku, how far from Jedi is that? Uh, roughly years? 18 months. 18 months, roughly. right. So we're, so we're then about, I don't know what, three and a half years after the Battle of Jakku from yes, where this yes. movie starts. All right, so at that point, Sloan and the rest of them, they're gone. Gone. They're out. They're, they're, they left the remnants, the rest of them. Maybe that's what these particular... Empire ex-soldiers or whatever they're trying to rebuild. Uh, we now know there. the character to be Moff Gideon. Okay, Giancarlo Esposito. Moff character. Gideon. So Moff yeah. Gideon might even be communicating yeah. with the First Order. You know, it's like we, we know that they're gone away, but we don't know that they're not in communication with anybody else. True. So he could be maybe acting as an agent for them, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need them to dive into how the First Order was created right away, but right. little snippets and planning it and and. The fact that they're doing the political landscape at all is one of the most intriguing things about this show in general. Because when mm-hmm. Star Wars politics are done right, it's my favorite thing about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I think Claudia Gray's novel Bloodline is, is, and Lost Stars are done so, mm-hmm. so brilliantly. But to see it now in form on television, do you need them to explore the First Order or just the fact that they're going political is enough for you? Um, <clears throat> For me, when when I look at the trailer, and, and man, I've I've looked at this trailer like fifty or sixty times, um, and it, it just reminds me how much I love Star Wars trailers. Because like because because like I remember we all three went in that uh, uh, porno van to the premiere of the Last Jedi. <laughs> I mean, do you remember that with the neon light? We didn't get allowed to like, go like, on the red carpet oh, like God. our tickets had because <laughs> they were like disaster that was not that tourist van. Move <laughs> along, <laughs> sirs. Move God, along. What a disaster that was. <laughs> 
But but anyway, when we were in that van, remember how excited I particularly, I know you guys were excited, but remember how excited I, I was? I that van. Yeah, but um, so trailers do such a good job with Star Wars. Right. In, in getting guys like us and fans like us really excited about the promise of things that we want to see in our own headcanon. But the more and more I look at this trailer, the more and more I really think that it's going to be a story about the Mandalorian sort of helping that woman and that kid that you see in the river. Oh, right. You know how there's that scene yeah, of that yeah, woman yeah. holding on to that child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it's going to be the story of a bad guy who kind of has like... Anti-hero. A, yeah, yeah. An anti-hero yeah. Who's, who, who has the moral responsibility reluctantly to like help these two people. Yeah, and I know? like that. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm hoping for because you want to get that badass... I mean, that that was what was so intriguing about Boba Fett back in the day, right? Before you knew he was a clone, and before you knew all these stuff, there was this like mystique and interest about him. Like, what does he? He's a bounty hunter. Mm. Cool. That's all you know about this guy right now is that he's a bounty hunter, and that's great. Yes. So that and and we just know that there's he's looking for the jobs. You've seen if you've seen that scene that they showed at celebration, it's it's him trying to find a higher priced job through Carl Weathers because Carl Weathers at this point. He's got like little jobs that don't pay that much. There's a little, but he's like, I got a big job, but you might not like who you're dealing with. And it turns out to be, you know, Werner Herzog and, and getting in cahoots with the Empire here. Yeah. And like, I guess my point is, is that, is that I think my prediction, I guess, is that the Mandalorian is really going to be about this guy who's only known this one way of life kind of softening up for a greater responsibility to take care of this family. Look, I could be way off, but it's just a vibe that I, I get. You're wrong. No, I'm going to I'm going to help you win this bet, sir. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, a follow-up article uh, about Pedro Pascal who uh, will be uh, voicing uh, or excuse me inside the mask of uh, uh, the Mandalorian. He says ultimately he wants to do the right thing, but his duties could very much be in conflict with his destiny. Doing the right thing is many faces. It could be a very windy road. Uh, he's called a dark hero. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of thing. And they they're going to be going Going into a lot of the Mandalorian culture. Love that. That's um, why, dude, I'm telling you. Now that Filoni and, and, um, and Favreau are doing this and mm-hmm. all the Mandalorian stuff they did in Rebels, and with, especially Rebels and, and Clone Wars, mm-hmm. it's going to tie it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, Sorry, finish what you're no, saying. No, it makes, it makes sense. Favreau says this. Our guy is operating in a much more unforgiving landscape, a place where survival is difficult enough, let alone flourishing in that atmosphere and the politics have dissolved. It, it, it's might is right. And how does somebody earn a living when there's no structure to society anymore and everything is collapsing in on itself? How do you work your way through the world? Uh, I've talked a lot about how uh, uh, this, this show should be um, – you know, me and Scrimshaw have really dived into this idea of of identity. Right. What is your identity? Cara, Cara Dune is a rebel shock trooper who probably has PTSD and is a soldier with no war. How? What's your identity? Uh, you're a Mandalorian, but I'm a bounty hunter. You're a Mandalorian. What's your identity? And I think all the stuff you're talking about, I think that's going to be there. Yeah, and I'm really excited about Esposito as the uh, – you say the – Moff Gideon. Yeah. Moff Gideon, yeah. Um, I think that that's perfect casting. It kind of – my second favorite character in these new Star Wars movies is Krennic. And yeah. I love sort of Krennic's whole vibe. I thought it was incredible. I can see them maybe playing off of that stereotype Rufus. or that archetype a little bit with him mm-hmm. chasing down maybe this woman and this oh, child. Well, we saw. I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, he's got the, the, the flamethrowers with the with the stormtroopers. That are, oh, and by the way, just so I can call an audible real quick here, we'll get back to this conversation. I heard the comments. I get it. My brain messed up. The Kylo Ren was the one who says "What girl?" in yeah. Force Awakens. I got it. I got it. All what right, girl? Ne- ne- How dare you? I apologize. <laughs> 
Uh, watch the movies before you talk about them. God, I got one Star Wars thing right. Uh, yeah, so you're right. You're right. But Riley, you, score tell, one for the good guys. Tell your sister you're right. So, but 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 getting back into the fact that we um this this show he's they're hunting down everybody. He's gonna be he's gonna be the big bad, and we've seen him do it before. He's great in Breaking Bad, obviously. Um, yeah, to have him actor. as the bad guy in this one is and and Werner Herzog, who's he's gonna be. He's not gonna have too much of a no, presence, but, but when he shows up, it's gonna be pretty powerful. He's just like <laughs> the, it's Werner Herzog in a Star Wars. That's right. the craziest. Yeah, he's never, crazy. He, he's never seen Star Wars. Uh, and and he, he I don't not. need him to because that scene alone. He does alone. not know who said I, <laughs> what girl. Don't, don't hear that. <laughs> no, no I know. she's royalty. Probably knows better than I do. <laughs> right. um, but anyway, so the, I think that by having you know this, this all tied together one way or another with the Mandalorian, who is he going to be, what's going to happen, who's going to show up, is a fun way to, to, to tie it all together and, um, and add new things, too. Yeah, and like just to touch... Based on your original question, which I totally didn't even uh, touch on, the, the the political aspect of it, I'm actually very excited about because in my head canon, since I was so young when I read the Heir to the Empire uh, book, specifically that book, I've read the whole Zon trilogy, but specifically that book, um, I'm so convinced that that's the reality of what happens after Jedi is that you know there's still a vast fleet of the empire there's a guy who's running it who was not in the mix of that war who's still trying to like you know embed himself in the society so seeing remnants of that of this gideon uh you know grand moff and all that stuff sounds kind of similar to that you know so so i'm a little bit pumped about that it's a good question though ken because we liked uh star wars celebration 2016 when they announced thrawn was coming back to rebels and that he ultimately came back, and you got the books. They just put him in a different timeline. So in canon, he's he's around the same time. But do you guys think that because and they didn't know that they were going to have these Disney Plus shows, especially this show, The Mandalorian? Yeah. Do you think they dropped the ball a little bit, or not dropped the ball, but they 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 took him, they put him in the show too soon? Because had they not done that, then they could have had him as the antagonist and taken that Zon storyline. Like the antagonist. They could have made him like the main guy. I guess they could still bring him back if they if they wanted to now. But they could. I mean, it's five years. That was Air of the Empire was five years after because Lucasfilm yeah. did not let yeah. Zon touch that. Uh, it could be. I'm not a huge fan of, of the Zon trilogy as much anymore as I was. Uh, so I don't wouldn't want to lather, rinse, repeat of it. But what you're talking about, about Thrawn, yeah, that could work. Could have yeah. worked. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah. it's not so much about Thrawn specifically, but yeah. it's, it's about the idea that um, in the Battle of Endor, they destroyed a substantial part of the Empire's forces, yeah. but not all of it. Absolutely. That, that there were still other yeah. forces out in the galaxy... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, like, bringing that into The Mandalorian seems to... Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I didn't think about it. I'm sure you, you probably mentioned it once or twice that so you potentially could see her. they got to get uh, Janina Gavankar, right? Was that, is that time? Versio? No, from, he, from Battlefield? He, he Battlefront, yeah. She's yeah, Battlefront, Battlefront, too. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, at this point, she's with the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. It's, yeah. she, it, it's... That adventure had kind of happened after the Battle of Jakku. She's going through some stuff right now with the with the daughter or whatever. Or she's pregnant or whatever. She, whatever. Whatever it was. She's a pretty strong character in the rebellion. I just don't know how much they're going to focus on the rebellion at all in this show where it's called the Mandalorian. But it'd be great if she showed up for a few episodes. Yeah, seeing what she does in the New Republic after that, yeah. or her and uh, her uh, her man uh, Del Mico going uh, going around the galaxy. I mean, it's it's definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think we'll see some characters pop into live action. That that's uh, here and Cassian and and Obi Wan. That that's a great right. way to do yeah, it. And, yeah. and like, look, um, and you've pretty much convinced me of this. You know, you know, outright is that 
yeah, the books are canon, the comic books are canon, but all bets are off when it comes to live action. You know, mm. like you can take stuff from the canon, but you can always tweak it and adapt it and make it a little bit yeah. different. Because, I mean, Mandalore, from what I've seen in Clone Wars, which is really the only time you've ever spent right. some time there, is a highly uh, urban, like oh, yeah. constructed place, very similar to like Coruscant. It's got yep. like that vibe to it. Yep. And everything that I've seen from the Mandalorian so far is actually a lot more like Tatooine or Jakku, well, where it's a lot more rugged. Well, we don't know that he's on Mandalore. Right, 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 right. But if it's the Mandalorian, you would expect maybe for them to go visit Mandalore. Do you think the, that that's a possibility? A thousand percent, because it's Filoni and, and Favreau. If it wasn't Filoni and Favreau, I go, I don't know, but this is a chance for Dave Filoni working with his friend who was also big into the Mandalorian culture to take a lot of his stuff that he did in the animated thing that a lot of fans who don't watch animated, who are just watching this live action thing and implement all of that stuff and all that lore that he did in the Mandalorian culture and now tie it all together to say, oh, who's the other, who's the character that uh, the dude from Rome plays that's uh, the, the other Mandalorian? Oh, you talk about uh, uh, Fen-Ra? Fen-Ra's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Fen- yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Um, yes. Yeah. But, but <laughs> he- Pre Vizsla, who was Favro, Fenra. Right. Right. And Fen- there's Fen-Ra. one more that I'm thinking I'm forgetting right now. But, but yeah. I think it's Fenra, but, yeah. but it's the guy who, in, either way, like to have those guys, like, these are, that's the beauty of what Rebels did was that they cast a lot of these actors, um, recognizable television actors. Katie Sackhoff plays Bo Katan. You've got this dude from uh, Kevin McKidd. Kevin McKidd. Who's great? I think they both could show up, mm. and I think that they should show up as Kevin McKidd uh, because he's, they're both the perfect age for it at this point. Um, and how great would that be for like for fans watching who never seen Rebels and didn't know that either one of them like you probably didn't know either one of the voices, right? No, I have no idea. I mean, I know the characters, but you didn't know the voices, right? So would so you would you'd watch it and you'd go oh that's so and so that's so and so from that movie and for that and then I say to you oh but they also voice the characters oh that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As to where we are going to geek out if that indeed happens. It might not happen, but it, it just, yeah. it's just possible because it's Favreau and... Uh, yeah, Fon. look, and it's something that you've been pushing for the whole time since I've known you is more integration of the canon. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you feel that the canon isn't connected enough. Right. You know, and... and when if you have they, two guys working on the canon and that, on one particular show and then implementing a new thing, it's, it's a high probability. Yeah. I mean, like, when you make that break and you say all of this stuff is legends and it's no longer relevant, or it's not that it's not relevant, it's just no longer uh, consequential to the canon stuff, and, but this stuff is canon and you're going to make a big deal about it, you should, I think, take the extra step to, like, interweave these things so, like, that the really hardcore people can connect the dots. I think you're going to see more of that connected to Clone Wars and Rebels, um, less of the books. I don't know how much Dave Filoni's firing himself into those books, if at all. Um, I think you have a better shot at maybe comic books, because if you look at what Rebels did when they combined with a Kanan comic book, they did some work there. So that's possible. But I think if you're going to, if you're, if you're going to Vegas and you're making a bet, you're going to bet that there's stuff that's going to definitely tie in in the movies all the way together. That's a given. Yeah. And stuff's going to tie into Rebels and Clone Wars. Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take that. The, the, if you want to make a lot of money, you throw 10 bucks on a book and you probably make about 300000 if it hits. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's, it's low possibility. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Dave has his own universe yeah I, I do and yeah, I think that does, that does things to, look and I love that universe yeah, Dave I, Filoni's work is it's, it's got great. space whales in it yeah, yeah I'm going to remind you it's got space whales in it but. 
Yeah, I mean, look, sometimes, you know, sometimes you need... And a pig that goes boom. <laughs> but you're not going to see that kind of stuff. And if you do, imagine you see a puffer pig and... Look, I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. Some fan, uh, and I don't say that, just, I can't remember his name, uh, sent me a puffer pig doll that makes the best sound that scares two chihuahuas, and I chased them around the house with a puffer pig, and it's actually really fun. He made it? No, he found he it. Found I never it. said probably at some gift shop or somewhere, and it just That's goes... <laughs> chihuahuas run, <laughs> and then try to kill you. Sounds like you at Nacho's uh, 7-Eleven right afterwards. 7-Eleven. In, in the John. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway. So there's everything that is... Made we want some stuff? photos? Yeah, we got photos. Adam, photos. those photos work? They work. So these started trickling out. And you saw Mandalorian stuff? Yeah, shout out to James Hibbert, Entertainment Weekly, doing a great article, putting stuff out there here. All right, so, oh, totally oh the pictures there. are, I'm looking at, I'm over here. So, oh, look at that, that's a cool I'm shot. I'm like Han and Luke in the elevator. Oh, um, oh there it is, there it is. So there here's it. the shot that, that I, and I'm not the only one, and I do not say this to be snarky or mean. I was rolling through Instagram, and I went, oh, the new Mandalorian toys are out. And they do like action figures. They sure. look very action figurey. Vasquez Rock, season one Star Trek. But that doesn't mean I don't think it's cool. I'm I just know, saying cool. I was scrolling, going, "Oh, the new toys are out!" Like, dude, he's dressed more like Boba Fett in that one than he is in. Uh, like, more, yeah, I'm going to interrupt is. a complete non sequitur here. Yes. Okay, because because you bring up toys. And it's like the fourth time I hear that. I love toys. My buddy Jeremy Johns, a friend of all of ours. I know Jeremy. Friend has, of ours. Friend of ours. Friend of ours. Friend of ours. Yeah. Has told me that there is a rumor that he, I, I think he actually might uh, yeah. think is plausible. Okay. That they used a hot toy of the emperor in the poster. Oh, that poster. That they released at, oh, at, at D23. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have possible. you heard this? No, I've, I've definitely heard it, and I, I, I didn't dive too much into it, yeah. but it's, it's compelling. Yeah, it's crazy. There's the, critiques that it looked like a toy, so yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's crazy. I mean, to yeah. me, it's a crazy idea that they would Look, use a toy. I got, the, I, I got a teaser poster. I got a, a, a tour of Hot Toys Sideshow, the facility there, uh, not too long ago. It's incredible. They're talented, the, talented people. Oh, yeah. the, the thing to make Kylo's cost, like the Force Awakens weave, it's very special and individualized. Uh, by Lucasfilm and Abrams, they, the, I talked to the guy who made the clothes. To go, it was this exhaustive process to match it. They're geniuses up there, so think, incredible. I'd I'd love that if it was based yeah. off a of hot toy. Well, but, let's go jump back into this. Like, let's right, say, so let's two say trend, the full shots, two Trandoshans, not Bosk. But, but this, yeah, who is it? Those are just two Trandoshans. Uh, it's not Bosk okay. at all. Um, and he's and he's fighting. Oh, he's got two of them. Okay, two you can see them. the other one on this. Yeah. On this, okay. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, I see him on the side. Okay, he's fighting two of them. That's awesome. But yeah. like, he is. Now it, that's a different that's a different outfit than the one that we've been seeing because the other outfit so, was blue. This this is this is like straight up Boba Fett outfit. And the other shots, uh, we can bring those up, Adam. Too slowly, whenever you want. I don't care which one. It's yeah. dealer's choice, Adam. Uh, the outfit's slowly changing. Also, it that does. first shot that we saw released a long time ago probably you know might have been a test shot. Who knows? Or he's leveling up. So this is uh, Gina Carano and him, uh, Cara Dune. Uh, they're squaring up. They're fighting. Uh, yeah. Wait, getting ready. Can we bring, can we no, bring one me. up? That's me. Oh. Adam, Adam, Adam. Come no. back, buddy. The yeah. one you just put up. Cara Dune, Gina Carano. <laughs> yeah, they're squared Which, up. Adam, whichever one you want to bring up. I'll I, follow I just, your lead, Adam. All right, we're, we're bringing him on this one. That's fine. Right. That's fine. That's fine. So let's, right. I just can't see for the, that one. It's dark. They've got like a little hot tub behind him. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, and his outfit's getting a little hot bit. Hot tub. Pedro Pascual, he's suddenly two inches, three inches taller and heavier. I don't know. That's weird. Um, Gina Carano, yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to fight. Yeah, they're looking to scrap. Okay, so I mean, they're, they, they, we know that they that they pair up and that yeah. they have a relationship, obviously. I'm really excited for her character. I... I, I, I 
I this is the MMA fighter. Love the backstory. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. And I flew back from celebration on the plane with her. She is a just present. Yeah. Great. Sure. I know, you know, her acting sometimes comes, but she's now admitting at Celebration, she's like, I'm in it. Like, I, now, I'm an actor now, and I'm really excited about it. And she gave a lot of credit there because of yeah, Floating and Favreau. Floating Favreau, yeah. yeah. because of they, they just made her feel like she was in it, she was she was part of it. And yeah. and I think that they, from what it looks like in the trailer, they're really going towards her strengths of just kicking Yeah, ace. I mean, why would you? Yeah. And then the final one, we got the glamping picture. That's the one. All right. There. All right. This is, I believe, the, the, the woman in the middle is that one from the trailer that you yeah. Yeah, which oh, becomes okay. a love so, yeah. interest. Oh, and, uh, and is that Carano on the left there? Carano with a cup of coffee. I like that shot. It's Java cool. juice. Yeah, see, there he's wearing, the, there he's wearing that garb, the, 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 the blue. A little different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because this is, uh, in terms of the rating for the show, do we know what the rating of the show is? Hard R. There's a uh, sex scene. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, like, Between two puffer pigs. I mean, look, it's the first. <laughs> it's the flagship show for the launch of Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's... it's so it's E for everyone, right? I think it's E for everyone. Well, it doesn't look like it, though. On the, I'll tell you that. Right. It doesn't look like it because I it's marketing dark and everything. It's us. us. Yeah. But in reality, the show itself is uh, going to be E for everyone, right? I don't think so. I don't think we're going to have a lot of... Maybe PG-12. Like, a lot of... But uh, it won't be M. Like, like, like no, it won't be no, 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 no. We're I not going to have Gungan stepping in poop. But look, we saw, we saw that saw that shot of a... Of a, of a guy getting sliced Kowaki and monkey lizard being fried... That's what I mean. Uh, you know, so it's gonna I, it's gonna be a little darker. It's gonna have some imagery. Dude, he in this in the trailer he cuts his, he pulls a guy, it yeah. slices him through in the door. Yeah. That's this is gonna be more this is this is it's for like, like the fourteen and, and up. Press crowd the X button sure. and the R one button. Now what's that, that from? Is that that's from is that a some other chef? Yeah, this is from the trailer. This Adam, is from the trailer. Adam Smith, the best. That is a character voiced by Stephen Stan from uh, Clone Wars. Um, Which one was the Hon- one of the Carbonite? Uh, oh, yeah, I'd have to look it up again. Uh, IG, it's not Hondo though, right? No, it's not Hondo. IG Eleven. There's one of like, so, Yeah, a lot of shots. We've so seen, IG Eleven has a connective tissue backstory wise to IG Eighty Eight somehow. Uh, the, the the thing is, uh, he is always confused for IG Eighty Eight, and he hates that. Oh, in the, in the show? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's and that's Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi's doing that, yeah. Oh, that's funny. And, he, and Taika, there's also some entertainment week stuff about him saying he, he's kind of a naive droid with a gun, you know, kind of that. And Taika's doing the voice? Taika's yeah. doing the voice. Oh, wow, that's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be and great. So, that's like, that's, so this is like uh, the Mandalorian's K2SO. I, yeah, possibly. Yeah, except, that's a good way to say. It. Yeah. Yeah, except yeah, he's, yeah. he's just he's, he's his, own, his yeah, own thing. Yeah, that's the other Here show we've seen a lot on it. Yeah, and, uh, and there you go. So that's some of the stuff. We're getting more, man. It's around the corner. We're yeah. so close. We're into, into, into the stretch drive. It's funny because I'm not. Star Wars territory. I'm not, I mean, you guys know, obviously, how excited I'm for the show. I'm not actively looking for stuff. Like, I watched the trailer. Yeah, watched yeah. a couple of times. I didn't keep diving into it because I kind of want it to just hit me when it yeah, shows up. You I'm know, like, like, I'll obviously for this show, when stories come up, we talk about it. But then after this show, when we're done. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to read about it unless that, something kind of gets sent yeah, to me or something. Right. And I'm just waiting because I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. locked in. There's nothing you can do. I'm going to be watching this show week, week to week to week, yeah. and I cannot wait. See, I'm, I'm on the other side, slightly pathological. I've been getting uh, re-obsessed with Star Wars Galaxies. It's one of my yeah. favorite. It is my favorite game of all time. And, and I've been focused, my Star Wars Galaxies playing around IG-88 and Mims and all that stuff and getting all the backstory that, that is in there about all this Mandalorian stuff and getting, getting pretty pumped on it. Um, you know, that's why it's, it's like, so the only tissue is that 88, that he gets confused for 88. Yeah, we don't, other than that, we don't really know, yeah. Other than that, we don't know yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Like, do you think this is all a proxy 
Like, 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 in, like in the writer's minds, it's like, yeah, this is Boba Fett. Yeah, this is IG-88. I'm, I'm, I have no proof. I have no proof because it's the internet. I have no proof, but I, I do believe Favreau in his heart wanted to make a Boba Fett series, take, take his action figures, dump it out on the ground and play with it. And, and Lucasfilm said no. And so the compromise was Mandalorian. Proxy. Right. Proxy. It's a great word. Proxy. Proxy. Yeah. Yes. And it's a great droid from Force yeah. I think you're right. I think, I think basically what he did is he wrote that series, yeah. like the script, and he sent, they sent it over to Filoni when he read it. Yeah. And Filoni's probably, yeah, this is great, but, you know, like, uh, we got to change it up. Because yeah. Boba Fett's like the clone and all this stuff. And yeah. I was like, ah, we have to keep it. Yeah, you got to keep it. Yeah. Again, this is all, this is none yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm literally putting together a little clues from Celebration more than anything when Favreau's talking about knitting the Boba Fett socks and how he loved uh, this, this, yeah. that, and didn't really like yeah. the prequel. So ultimately, you squint your eyes a little bit when you're yeah. watching and well, you're getting that. that Boba Fett yes. that we always wanted. You right? don't need to squint your eyes. Turn around. Look at that. I mean, look at the outfit. No, it's, uh, it's him. What, uh, that's that, like Boba Fett's outfit. It's him, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. There's no doubt that that's him. Yeah. The way that we've been wanting that, to see him for 30 the years. The holiday special like, weapon. If you didn't, if the last thing you'd ever seen was the last frame of Return of the Jedi, right, right. then that's the next thing you saw that picture. Like, oh, who Boba? who's Boba Fett fighting? <laughs> that's what you were thinking immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why is Boba Fett fighting Bosk? Right, yeah, you're saying, right, Why is right. Boba Fett that's, fighting that's Bosk? Right. So, but I, I like, I mean, I'll I, I tell you one thing, though. I don't need them to ever mention Boba Fett in this series once. If they do, great. But I don't need it. I, I, right. I think I'm on, I'm on that side. I, I, I'm open. I mean, it would yeah. be cool because we know the Cobb Vance storyline from Aftermath. I just don't think it's going to be addressed. But I'm not uh, going to be disappointed if yeah. they never bring him up once. Yeah. I, I'm with you 100%. I would like to get a little bit more backstory about the Mandalorian armor and like the Mandalorian sort of... Um, uh, culture, culture. You'll get that. You know, like like you're, that. You're, that I'm definitely interested. You're definitely, in. you're, you're definitely that. getting that. Definitely yeah. getting that. Yeah, yeah. I think that you don't call it. You don't call the show the Mandalorian if you're not going to dive into it. And I, like I said, this is an opportunity for Dave Filoni to open the door to brand new fans coming in to watch this live action and going, oh, look what I did back then that connects to this thing that we're doing right now. Yeah, because I, that, that's. I mean, it's part of the like, the lore. And for us, Obi Wan heads out there like. There's a lot of there's a big tie in between Mandalore and Obi Wan, you know. And you think how so? Um, like oh, I always get her name Mandalore. I thought you said Mandalorian. No, 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 You're no right. Mandalore, You're Mandalore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Satine, the sister. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah. all right, that right, stuff. Right. Um, so there's some connective tissue there that, you know, if they're going already season two, they already announced season two. My, you know, my big prediction is that I think by the end of season one, somebody will be revealed as a Force user. Mm. Um, that that you know that you know somehow that will be play into it in some way. You find the Jedi that's still maybe it's the little kid that you know that we're seeing you know the woman oh, take kid, care yeah. of, yeah. Um, and that all of this connection with Satine and her sister and potentially stories of Obi Wan and all this stuff starts to play into it. And uh, anyway, it could be a lot of fun. All right. Um, before yeah. we jump into some of the other stuff, because we got some canon stuff and all that other thing. A little bit of canon stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before, is there anything else in Mandalorian? There, uh, nothing in Mandalorian. No, 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 no. Okay. So before we do that, a while ago, I'm mean, probably, shoot, last four or five years, I've been trying to get you to read Darth Bane. Yes. Uh, you are, what, almost done with the first novel? I am to the point where um, Darth Bane has befriended um, the uh, rebel, uh, the... Uh, the Republic Jedi yeah. sort of turncoat. Yeah. And she's teaching him all these new lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after he gets his butt whooped, I mean, spoilers, right. but um, I'm starting to really, really get it's into fantastic, it. fantastic, isn't I'm it? I'm starting to really get it's into it. It's all about the Sith mentality. Yeah, yeah. And like, 
I'm reading the book. I'm not listening to it. I know a few people on Rule of Two have told me, oh, listen to it, listen to it. Don't bother reading it. No, I read it. Yeah. I, I'm actually you know, reading it, so it's taken me a while. But like, You want to do something fun that I yeah. did when I read this book? Play the Emperor's theme, the Sith theme, theme in loop when you read that book. Yeah, it's, my my brain can't handle that. Can't handle but <laughs> you want to do something have, no more fun? Play Yub Nub. Do you want to celebrate <laughs> that? Bad bib. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Play the that. But um, man, uh, I do see Tom Hardy in it because because I know you got great casting, and we reached out to him on Kevin Twitter. Durand, yeah. yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant. And he's too little. Yeah, I I, Kevin, I just see Darth Bane's like six five. I know, but I see um, I see Hardy in there. But I've been having a lot of book with that. Maybe when we're finished, or when I'm finished with the first book, we can talk about it a little bit Love more. But, and then your second and the third are just, I mean, it's a great trilogy. Yeah, but the whole connection with his father and him yeah. being like an older force user before anybody identifies the gift and all these things, it was some really, really cool stuff in there. I'm hoping they do something with that. I got to be honest. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm stoked for Obi-Wan. I mean, I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have been a little bit more excited if they would have said we're going to do Darth Bane series. I don't know. I don't know. They, they told me they were going to base it off the Drew Carpetian novels and they were going to do a Darth okay. Bane series. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, look, if you look at the, the canon of, of Star Wars novels, like legends and modern day stuff, and you look at all of those top 50 lists out there, the best Star Wars novels written. If you look at all these different lists from different writers, the top three, five are always the same. And Darth Bane is always in that mix. Yeah. You know, that, that trilogy. Well, it's the same guy who was in Lucino, Bioware. Right? No, Drew Carpetian. Carpetian. Who was also one of the main writers on Knights of the Old Republic. He wrote Bane. He wrote Bane. Because, I, yeah, actually, like, like um, I'm starting to see a lot of connection between Bane and, and Revan. Like, he finds yeah, he, Revan. He finds a way to, he, I, think he, I think he told me. I, I interviewed him on the Schmoes channel years ago. We had a Skype call. It's still, it's still on there. But uh, we, we had a conversation and I think he told me he was one of the main guys who created Revan. I think. Okay. I mean, I don't want to misquote him if that's not the case, but he's just a very talented dude. I know that he was back doing Bioware stuff, but I, I, I would love for them, especially if they do a Bane, anything related with Bane, they got to bring him back. He knows that character so well. But I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. It's good. fun. It's fun. Uh, I'm trying to get more back into uh, reading Star Wars novels because in, in full transparency, I've read the Zon trilogy, yeah. like like the original one, Heir to the Empire, Last Command, Dark Force Rising, uh, and then I've read a little bit of Plagueis. Yeah, that's another one that's always up there as one of the gangster, best ones. Gangster like novel, it really is like a mobster story. That's good. Um, and uh, now I'm reading Bane, and uh, last night to try to prep for the show, I did read. Um, you know, tried to read a little bit of Resistance, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, like like the first issue of the comic. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, cool. Anyway, so if you guys haven't had a chance to read any of that stuff, that particular novel, Darth Bane, is not canon. The character obviously is, but that book isn't. But it's a great read. So just, uh, just something for you guys if you haven't checked it out. Ken, let's move on over. We're going to go to that section of the show that we simply call. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is Adam yeah, this Smith. This is it. We right. The shout wheels are finally coming off. <laughs> Adam the Smith wheels are finally coming off. That's all right. I'll just do it anyway. Don't worry about the graphic. What's the deal with Canon? Hey! All right, so we're doing the deal with Canon and everything that's happening in the world of Star Wars. That's not... That's not the movies, but it connects into the universe. And uh, and Ken, we got some stuff. There he is. There's there we go. There's, there's Greedo's cousin. 
Beto. Um, all right, this Cheeto. one. Cheeto. Cheeto, yeah. is that the guy? Yeah. Uh, hey, it's Cheeto. Come all right, uh, what's the deal with Ken? This has been making the story. The comic is not out till next week, um, ne- next Wednesday. Kylo Ren goes to Dagobah, Marvel's Age of Resistance. Supreme Leader Snoke takes him there uh, to, to, I don't know if we, I know there were some photos going around, but... Um, um, the Age of the Age of series has been great. The Age of Republic with Jody Hauser writing a lot of those, and the Age of Rebellion, and now the Age of Resistance. They're really good one shot issues. Give you a snapshot. Some are okay. Some are really good. The the Qui Gon one, the Dooku one, uh, the Obi Wan one. They, they they go deep and and they're fun. There's a Django Fett one. You'd like the Django Fett one. I know it. Um, so this is gonna this is Kylo Ren's, and this is gonna get a little bit more into his training. Yeah. And we got Gold Gold Cloak Snoke taking him to Dagobah, where they talk about. I saw the little clip of him feeling the presence of of Skywalker and. And all that stuff there. So we don't know much more about that. It comes out next week, but it's got people talking, articles going around, and and I know you're you're uh, you like digging into Kylo, and I do yeah. too. Uh, what do you think about this? Um, I am not going to take too much from this because for me, it's just seeing something that's very predictable that I've seen a million times. Uh, I'm far more interested with how uh, the fans are reacting to it. Um, and I think maybe they're jumping the gun a little bit. At least I want them to be jumping the gun a little bit. What are they saying? Because they're saying, oh, like, you got to give us more than this to explain Kylo and Snoke. Oh, yeah, they do. Way you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, like, because it goes back to our last episode. I thought we had a great discussion about the responsibility on Episode Nine to expand the Snoke lore. Right. And to go deeper into what happened with Snoke. How did Snoke unravel everything of the first six right. movies? Like, I think that the When film, did he start planting the seed? Right. Yeah, like all these things I think we all want to know. Right. Because I think we all like Snoke. I mean, I, I thought Snoke was a cool character. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, uh, like, how he was able to manipulate the situation. We know how Palpatine was able to manipulate the situation, and they spent mm-hmm. a lot of time developing that story. I think that they need to do that as well for Snoke. And I think there's a lot of fan that might a fan reaction that might be a little bit premature that's saying, "Oh my God, you can't just give us this like this right. is BS." Right. Uh, so I'm kind of taking a step back from it a little bit because yeah, seeing Kylo and Snoke and Dagobah fighting Luke and the same exact thing happening that happened in Empire, it's cool visually. Like you know, like I can see myself looking at those pictures and saying, "Wow, this is cool." Reversed, yeah. I don't take a ton of it in terms of my Star Wars lore. Yeah, no, for me, it's just a matter of what what we can see potential-wise, the fact that they had, he had been there before, um, the training, the idea of how do they know that Luke was on Dagobah, right? Was it a conversation that yep. Luke had the conversation with, with Ben Solo when they were training, telling him about what happened, telling him where he went, the fact that Kylo then knew about it, told Snoke, Snoke took him there, that because remember what Yoda says, this is this is planet Dagobah is, one of the strongest planets in the world or in the in the galaxy with the force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to go, I mean, even in the Clone Wars, you know, they, they expanded yeah. upon that. So to mm-hmm. have them there is a cool thing. I agree with you. I think you can't judge that on one comic book frame. It's, it's, it's a matter of, well, and you can't judge it on one comic book. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're going to say there's other stuff in a novel. There's other stuff this. There's other things that they're going to talk about in the movie. Sometimes they set up stuff in the comic books before the movies when they know that the movies is gonna, but, are going to explore on but, things. But you can see how the fans could be a little defensive about it. No. I, I can. I, I can. mean, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's like this Snoke storyline is really, 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 really important. 
Yeah. You can't just expect us to be okay with a comic book. And that's it. And that's it. Right. You know, um, absolutely. So, so that's a little bit of the reaction that I've been seeing. But anyway, Ken, uh, I I understand if that was it. Yeah. Yeah. If that was it and this is what you got a one off comic. Yeah. I want, I I, I want more. We're going to get more. We're going to get that Knights of Ren, Kylo, uh, Charles soul series, which should be great. And I I think it's, yeah, I, I think what you're saying is very right, Mark. You should just take this as seasoning to a, bigger dish were being served over the course of time whether you you know you maybe want that dish served at once but this is a five course meal here we're we're, we're we got oh, the we only have one movie left right so yeah but i'm saying this can become outside the movies and and, and they, that might people i understand don't want that too you might get a little bit of nine but then the mashed potatoes and gravy are coming in a book or something like that oh, i i think that i think we'll, we'll read it to you yeah we'll take turns <laughs> <laughs> we'll take turns. I, I, I want to see a little big sleep, screen. Got a little I want to see sleepy, it on the big screen. Uh, you got a little sleepy hat and a yeah. little uh, we'll tuck you in. We'll read it yeah. to you. This, uh, there's a lot we're going to see on the big screen uh, in just a couple of months. It, I, I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when I because and I and I say this. Some people use this word as a bad word. I don't use it as a bad word. I think that episode nine is going to have a lot of fan service, and I think fan service directed to you and a lot of other people that. Are gonna feel maybe if you didn't feel like certain things have been la- uh, f- felt like Star Wars lately, I think that you're gonna leave this but, feeling differently. I, I, maybe that's just me being optimistic. No, no, no. I think that's you being prudent. I, I think that like even if you look at it in our little microcosm, we feel like we're in service of the fans right. here at Collider. Right. You know, and like we know that when we make decisions, the fans are part of the calculation. You know, we're not in a vacuum. You know, like we're not Quentin Tarantino completely in a narrative vacuum. We we know we have a responsibility to the fans. And I think that when you're doing Star Wars, I think you do have to take that into account to some degree that like this is a much larger world. Like, you know, like like Obi-Wan says, you know, and and, and that you have to take responsibility for the fact that Star Wars is the biggest entertainment franchise in the history of the world in terms of influence. I think personally, um, and that yeah, man, like this Snoke guy was a pretty cool setup, and now we have no idea how he destroyed the Skywalker legacy, the Jedi Academy, all of the you know everything that was built in the first first six movies. And anyway, um, maybe we do, but maybe we do. Yeah, maybe so, we do. So you can't jump the gun yet until you see the movie. Correct. All right. All right. Moving on. Anything else in the in canon? Or should uh, we go we got to- a lot of comics coming out. I was reading some of them here. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. Dark Temple One of Five is out. Star Wars issue seventy one. Uh, we know that this is going to be wrapping up shortly. The main line. Yeah. Uh, but that's that. Uh, we can go to Twitter questions. All right. We are going to go and talk to you guys in the way that you do that. You hashtag Collider Jedi Council. We go through. Our producer Mark Riley goes through and he picks some questions out. Ken, what do you got? We got this one here from Eric Bass. Is it Bass or Bass, Mark? It's Bass. Eric Bass. Riley. If uh, you could have one and only one fan theory come true in episode nine, but none of the others would happen, what would you want that one theory to be? I'll stick with the one I've been throwing out there forever. It's the clone stuff, that she's a clone from all these different pieces and and stuff, because I want to see what happens when... All of these relics and and Sith, you know, artifacts that mm-hmm. Palpatine has been collecting over the years and turns this perfect figure 
is it a, is it Ray? Like, what does it have to be that? That to me is would be would be a lot of fun. And if not, then whatever they give me, I'll I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> You'll eat your spinach. I'll eat my spinach. Pinch your nose and swallow. Yeah. Um, for me, and we talked about this. Riley and I had a great uh, riff on this on Rule of Two. Um, if the first six movies was about cutting down the tree of evil, that the that the that the sequels is about tearing out the roots mm-hmm. of evil. Uh, something that you've been on that kind of you came off of a little bit in the past year or so. I'd love for there to be some crazy, you know, convoluted reveal that Snoke is indeed somehow deeper connected to the dark side of the force on a level even more and more sublime than the Emperor was. And that maybe, just maybe, Snoke is in fact Darth Plagueis. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that that that's it's coming and gone. Yeah, I think it's coming and gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but like something like give me some sense of totality to yeah. this like nine episode saga that actually makes sense because because like right now it's like the first six movies and then you got this little thing you know it's like it's kind of like in the Sopranos we got the we got the five families and this fucking thing out in Jersey. Right. Oops. Oops, there you go. What's up, kids? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sopranos reference. You didn't get to bleep that. Yeah. You have to swear when you yeah, talk you got about the Sopranos. Uh, theory for me? I don't know, man. I don't dig into these series too much. I, I definitely want uh, Darth Jar Jar to come true at the end, <laughs> and that this is he's been manipulating all of this, and that's why he's communicating with three PO, and three PO's eyes are red because he got a message from his master. And that's are you serious? How, no, he's not serious. Come on, dude. he doesn't he speculate. Just, I mean, like, there's something inside of me that <laughs> believes. You know what? If that actually <laughs> happened. Ken, yeah, Ken would be revealed as the true Lord of the yeah, Sith. Yeah, true. you know that yeah, all this quite time, a, quite a prediction. Yeah, uh, look. Yeah. First of all, I think Ahmed Best, and this is not Set a joke, best. <laughs> but I do believe Ahmed Best should be part of this Star Wars family, and I, I think that there's room for Jar Jar mm. to come back somehow. No, no, thanks. I don't want <laughs> the, the, Ahmed, the Ahmed Best part. Yes. I think Best is something really cool uh, about that guy, isn't there? He, he Best did the job he was told to do, and he did it great. Yes, he he was he's a great actor, and he was there was a job that he was given to do, and he did it exactly the way he was directed to do, and he was asked. I have nothing against him at best. I think he's great. And I think he should be all over Star Wars. Give him another character. Do he's fantastic. Somehow bring him back into the family. Yeah, him, yeah. yes. Jar Jar, get lost. Go do your, do your, do your juggling on Naboo, and I don't ever need to see you ever again. Yeah. Next question from no, John. Get into I mean, what is this? The, the, no, I love the the aftermath uh, interlude that you just that's referenced. It, that's is, it. Is, is amazing. Need. It's yeah. it's one of my favorite things in Star Wars. The clone thing. Uh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. In, in aftermath, they, they show the you where Jar Jar is. Yeah. He's, he's, oh no, no. But but in terms of your uh, one personal theory, you wish could come true, does revolve in fact around Jar Jar. No, no, I don't. I just don't dig in. I got. I, I hope it's not the clone thing, but I, I'm I'm bracing for impact. But uh, <laughs> so, so basically, yeah. you're telling me you're going to abstain from answering the question. But I'm like Boo Christian said. I just I'll wait till the spinach comes okay. on the plate. And, and you're going to do a Don Shula. You're going to dance around the question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Lorenzo right. Hampton's right. uh, great running back. Right, let's uh, let's do two, let's do two more. Sammy Smith's our future at running back for the Dolphins. Oh, uh, John Mariano, you know Nine John. What one character from any Star Wars movie would you want to see play? role in the rise of Skywalker. I really want to see Lobot still working with Lando. I like that. I like the Lobot I actually call. really, therefore, I, the, the actor who portrayed Lobot, I, I do believe passed away, but you could, you could, uh, you could do that. You could do yeah, that for I sure. I like that. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, Lobot's fun. In Rise of Skywalker? I don't know. 
I mean, anybody returning? I don't necessarily need to see anyone returning. I'm okay because where, where we are, like newer characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I I'd still say. I just start throwing back to other movies and, and uh, or sure. Mandalorian, and I I want to see Cad Bane. It doesn't really answer your question, John, but I want I want to see Cad Bane come back in a different. It wouldn't work for Episode Nine. Maybe he's too old, but he's an alien. You know who the yeah. hell knows? Yeah, I love Cad Bane. Um, Sokotano, Anakin, maybe Anakin Force Ghost. Oh yeah, you, you, you try to answer the question for me. I'm trying to predict you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's not, it's pretty obvious. But yeah. speaking of Cad Bane, I did this like stop motion animation like five years ago. I spent like three weeks on it. It's like, and it turned out to be like two seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you, you can look it up on YouTube if well, you want Cad Bane stop motion. By the way, so throwing out, and for you guys that didn't know already, um, so Mark Fernandez and Frank um, Lucatardo, the editor extraordinaire here, did a series, a deep fake trailer. And he's been working on it for so long, and, and, and they put out the Tom Cruise one, and it crushed. It's like 600,000. Yeah, yeah, it was more, good. So it crushed. You got to do one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Dude, what, first of all, why are you spoiling what we're, what, what's being worked on are in the other room right, right now? Jesus you know, Christ. Look at that. Like, I didn't Ryan know. Ryan looking at me like, what the hell is Chris doing? How am I supposed doing? to know that? You don't tell me yeah, anything anymore. What, because I don't work here anymore? No. Oh, God. How am I supposed you, to know? You won't work here after this fucking reveal. <laughs> is, no, that, but, is that the one you work on? Yeah. That's great. Jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, hopefully by this point, since people drop off halfway through the show, like, you know, we, yeah. we rarely get anybody left here. Nobody will watch this part, but yeah. <laughs> Everyone's watching this part. <laughs> you believe Adam Smith just quit. <laughs> Adam Smith said, I'm out All right, here. So look, for me, um, uh, if I can have one character come in Rise of Skywalker, um, I definitely, I think the theater would erupt like Orlando Celebration uh, at Hayden Con 2017 or 2016, whatever it was. I think seeing Anakin up there somehow, some way would, would... would ease a lot of the, or, or, or would tie together this whole Jeez, nine whole thing. movies right, right. thing. You know, it would, it would be you good know? for sure. The question, especially like where, where does the spirit lie? Like, where yeah. is it, it, does the spirit lie on the dark side? Does the spirit lie on the on on the good? Like, interesting. I don't think it's yeah. going to happen, but it'd be interesting. I mean, look, um, it's an awesome question. If I were to go off your question, I'd say that Anakin's spirit lies on the good side. Yeah. You know, because like this is the effort that was made. You can't negate the effort of the first trilogy and the second trilogy. You know, that's why I'm not a big believer that the Emperor is coming back in a super meaningful way, because I do think that the entire all first six movies were about the destruction of the Emperor. Like, like that's what the movies are about. You know, so that has to carry on. So anyway, Anakin is my answer. All right. Ken? Go on Wicked and Princess Nisa. Uh, she takes over for her father, uh, uh, Chirpa, and is the queen <laughs> chief of Bright Tree Village, Looking and Wicked's Amanda. there, and they pass through, and they're like, yeah, it's the Death Star ruined. <laughs> you will not even give it a shot, huh? No, that's real! Wicked? I've, I've said Chief Wicked on this show for a long time, but I realize I'm incorrect. Chief Wicked... Princess Nisa, whose canon is the daughter of Chirpa, would probably be next in Did line. Did you see the video that they made about... Um, when Ray throws, they said they are on Endor. I did see that. So there's a video that a fan made, and they th- and Ray throws that lightsaber when, he, yeah. when she throws her forest. Yeah. But they cut through, and the, f- the saber oh just keeps God, going. Oh, my God, it's so good. And it slices Wicked it's in so half. Good. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, good. It's so good. I it's, saw that it's, one. It's oh, it was so good. It's really good. It yeah. was really funny. God, All right, that- let's do one more. One more? Yeah. Uh, yeah, one more. Sorry. Wicked, man. Wicked. Um, so you want Wicked in Episode Nine? I want... 
Uh, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. I do. All right, all right, all right, fair enough. Do I want Anakin more? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But what I love Wicked as Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Deep fake Ewok. Um, a big, okay, big here's bat. a. We'll stick with this. This is from Jamie underscore LM. Costa. Uh, no, but uh, will Lando survive in episode yes. nine? <laughs> no. <laughs> no you way. I think you, you don't think Billy D's going to make it out, yeah. huh? Actually, he probably will make it out, but like if, if patterns. Uh, science is the science or the art form of using the past to predict the future fairly mm-hmm. accurately. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it's pretty obvious. That all the old characters are getting taken out slowly gonna, and methodically. I think that the what's the character's name? The new girl that comes in, who I think will ultimately be um, uh, J- uh, Jana. Jana will be Lando's kid, and will also be there's there's two sides to this. She she will be Lando's kid, and will ultimately be Finn's romantic romantically the new one. And there's either two things: either they reunite at the end, Lando and his daughter, he meets Finn, they have a nice moment, and it's really funny and kind of, you know, a, a good move to see there. Or the tragic thing happens at the end that Lando dies, sacrifices himself, and it's like, at that point, I'm like, you got to kill all the old ones? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be uh, scenario A. Yeah, so look, my cynicism around the sequels um, prevent me from having a clear perspective here. So I'm going to go on the side of they're going to kill the dude. But then again, they might not. Uh, I really have no idea. I really have no idea. Ken? I'm going to say Lando survives this one. Yeah. Your science on this is right. Yeah. I get it. I just think uh, I just think he'll survive this one so and too. open up some kind of I eatery. think also because they didn't have him in 7 or 8. It was a thing that yeah, they yeah. didn't have him in it. He's been around for a long time. I don't think C-3PO is going to C-3PO is going to make it. R2-D2 will make it. Yeah. And Lando will make it. I, I and think, Chewie will make I it. I think he helps and sends them on their way. Yeah. And we see a final shot of him going. Hey. I do too. So, the only person I think has got a chance to go, and I don't even think that's going to happen, is Poe. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Poe, you know, mains, yeah. and like I, I know I'm going to get some hate for this. Poe is my Jar Jar of of these movies. Why like is what that? Jar Jar was for the prequels, Poe is for this one. It's a, it's for another oh, show, but I'll leave thing. you with that taste. But I do want to have a little special kind of segment I just made up in my head right Uh-oh. now, which is like Mark Fernandez tutorial on Star Wars okay. stuff. Because I do have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was reading the Vader comic last night. Which, which one? Um, the the, the one uh, that happens between three and four. Uh, between three and four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's a pretty cool scene of Vader going down a, a t- to Tatooine, yeah. um, and he uh, commissions uh, Boba. Oh yeah. To, to well, that's 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 four and five. That would, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. You're right. Yeah, between four and five. Between four to go get the name. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so the Wookiee that's with Boba. Right. Mm-hmm. Who who is that Wookiee? Black Chrysanthemum. I like that Wookiee. I love that Wookiee. That's too. a good Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> he was introduced, I think, in issue one. Yeah. And he was actually there before Afra, and he was working with Boba Fett, and eventually does get hooked up with Afra, like, on her. I'd like to see another Wookiee in the Mandalorian, too, by the way. Like a yeah, I'd like to see that. Like a, not, like a different not Wookiee. Not those Land of the Lost ones that they had in Solo. Like the, like the, like the, re, like the real terrifying-looking mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do have, actually, a big announcement. Uh-oh. And I know this is going to... Affect me? This is going to affect you. Am I going to like it? You're in the You're not going to like it. Okay. Because so it's kind of like what you fire, did to me with the thing. Fire me on the air. No. Um, so something that we've all been want that you've been wanting. Yeah. We're doing the top ten Star Wars movies. Okay. Okay. It's going to come out around the time that Episode Nine drops, uh-huh. um, and there's going to be a lot more news about this coming out. But we're going to let we're going to hold a month long voting and let the fans do it and let the fans decide. 
So when we actually go do the you know little testimonials yeah. and stuff like that, right? They'll tell us what the movie is on the spot and what the fan voted. I, I, the fan, I, I like that better to be honest. It, it, for those of you, yeah, it's, it's, it just wasn't working. There's no chance that I put <laughs> Revenge of the Sith as my number one. It, right. ain't happening. it is my number one. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. yeah, and there's no chance I let the Last Jedi be above Revenge of the Sith, which some people I'm, were trying I'm, to tease. I'm starting to. I'm a little bit more on your side on that one. But I think we, you know we're trying to get thousands of votes. You know, we're hoping, you know, we want to let the fans decide. We want the fans to be a big yeah. part of the show. Um, so, anyway, um, super, super early okay. tease. Yeah. But we're doing it top by 10 Star year. Wars. Yeah. By, by the end of the year. All right. Well, cool. Thank you for joining us here on Collider Jedi Council. That's the show. Thank you, Adam Smith in the booth, killing it. Uh, Mark Riley, our producer. Lord Fernandez. Rise. And. <laughs> Ken, Kylo, Ken Napsack. Go get that book, Ken. Where's going to get that book? Why We Love Star Wars, also available in audio form. You can get it online at uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target.com, IndieBound. Go to your bookstore. Go to a library. There are even a library. Check it out. Reddit. Audio book with uh, me reading is out and about. Uh, thank you. Uh, this week, uh, next week, returning to the comedy store, my friend. Oh, you're going to do the Ellis Performing thing? at the comedy you're store. Right? Room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long he's given me yet. I've been doing 20 on the road with him, but I don't think I'll have that much time. But uh, I've performed at the comedy store. Since the days. Since uh, about 05, 06. October. Yeah, it's a great YouTube video. Yeah. Go check it out. There's yeah. a YouTube video out there. There's a ton of them out there. Which I actually... The one where he's doing my set? With the one oh. where he's doing your set, and then yeah. for like weeks, I thought that he had copied your set or that you oh, had copied oh. his set. Yeah, he was just too lazy, didn't want to go on stage. Yeah, that yeah. It's a great so video. Go check no, it out. I think I did go. I think I went up. No, you didn't go up. I didn't go up. You're like, Katie, hey, you, you were drinking beer, flirting with girls. He said, I don't want to go up tonight. Yeah. Take my spot. He said, I, I don't said, want to do I don't want to do comedy. I said, do I, my set. You said, do my set. I said, all right. <laughs> and we borrowed <laughs> my, he took my hat. I took your beanie. We borrowed, I borrowed a friend's jacket. That was my sweatshirt. It was your sweatshirt. Then maybe I took Mike Beatrice's beanie. That's what it was. And then I went on stage and by memory because like, we used to see each other perform every yeah, yeah, week yeah. for three years. He got a lot. I, mean, I got, got most of your set. Okay. It's a, it's, it's, I it might be funnier than the way he does it. Yeah, that was a good time. It was, it good was really good. Yeah, anyway, so speaking of which, we're also going to be in Orlando, ladies and gentlemen, October 19th. You want to go get those tickets to SchmodownLive.com. Get your tickets now. We'll be there. But thank you, guys. What a show it was here today. Leave your comments. Anything we talked about today, let your voices be heard. Please comment, like, share, download us on Apple Podcasts. And once again, thank you. Remember, heroesvillains.com. And we are excited to continually bring you more and more cool stuff that these guys are going to provide us with. So we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. Always. Hey, little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why didn't you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning.
And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba da ba ba ba.